We are back with locks. It is almost time for college football. Mm. Georgia goes on the road to Nashville. Is it still considered a road game if you have more fans in the stands than the team that you're playing? I don't think it is. Georgia plays at their second home against Nashville. The spread is 31 and a half. Could you possibly lay that many points with the Georgia football team? Stay tuned to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast to find out. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel. They're fantastic, Daniel. We, we love, love FanDuel. Them. You should love them. Head over there right now. All the lines we're going to give you are coming from FanDuel.com. More on them in a moment. But we are talking locks today. Let's start with the Georgia game. Hmm. Daniel, uh, no, it's it's no longer an advantage. By the way, if you're over on audio side, thank you so much. Get over thank to you. YouTube, subscribe. If you're on YouTube side, get over to the audio to subscribe it, download it, listen to us. Get over to the 199 subtext as well as Twitter dog or podcast dogs podcast over on twitter um x whatever you want to call it uh daniel it's not it's not a home field advantage because you know you're in you're vanderbilt first you're in nashville mm-hmm. second and so mm-hmm. they care about the medical facilities there people they care, care about, about uh let's say other things other in nashville. things can in confirm nashville. people that- have other things on their mind on saturdays in nashville uh and george is going to travel well we're going to see a lot of red in that half completed stadium third third oh, completed. whole scene over there man like yeah. it's just piles of dirt covered up by some like fencing good project management to start that on a timely fashion for fall just real good project management um it's the awesome line great. for this game daniel mm-hmm. is over 30 it's 31 and a half yep. uh the over under on this game daniel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is it still sitting at 50 and a half what it's 56. 56. 56. Jeez. Okay. 56 apuntos. So we're going to give our predictions. We're going to give our score predictions. But those are mm-hmm. those are the lines. Those are the odds. Um, Daniel, before we get to the predictions, do you have a lock in this game? I'm not going to lock it up. I have two strong lock. leans, though. Okay. What is? Give us your first strong lean. Lay them. That's my first strong lean. You want to lay these points. Okay. Over under six and a half points scored by Vanderbilt. Clint. Under. It's a quick draw under. Under. On that. Okay. That's just like a right out of the holster under. Okay. So you're telling me that Georgia uh-huh. doesn't even need to hit 40. No, you can get under that 40, Daniel doesn't even need 40 points to cover this 31 and a half. Like I'm trying to tell you, Georgia's going to roll on this game. I know that some, some backups are going to come in defensively. I know that there's a chance that we give up a late backdoor touchdown. I don't think it's going to matter because I think Georgia's offense is going to roll. I think Georgia's offense goes. I'm going to at least six for seven. I'm going to give us seven possessions. 
Yeah. And I'm going to say that we are six for seven touchdowns with one field goal. Do you know what that comes out to, Clint? That's 45 that? points. And that means your Vanderbilt Commodores need to score 14 in order to cover this 31 and a half, Clint. 14. They ain't getting no 14. No. So you're no. going to want to lay them in this matchup. That's exactly right. Um, my lean is also the lay uh, of the points. My lean in this game would be whatever Vanderbilt over under his team total. I would go under that as well. I don't have a lock in this game. Uh, I just think 30, I have a pretty strong feeling 30 points. I don't bet when the, when it's that many, there's a couple of times, a couple of instances I will, um, but it's typically principles. But typically it's underdog, and I'm never betting the underdog against Georgia. So uh, I am not taking them. But with that being said, team total points, Clint, do you want to amend the fact that you don't have a lock in this game? Because the line for Vanderbilt team total points is set at 10 and a half. Yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and give a lock of this game. It's under the 10 and a half for Vanderbilt team total. It's a lock. That's a pretty that's that's good money. I'm also going to take the under in this game, the full yeah. game under. 56. Um 56. I, I said I think Georgia's gonna get 45. I'll give you my official score prediction. Georgia, six for seven, seven possessions, six touchdowns, one field goal, 45 points. Vanderbilt, uh, I'm gonna give them six points, two field goals, or a missed extra point, which low key, Georgia has Georgia's had a lot of extra points missed against them this season. Doesn't Lots. it feel like that? That's Lots. weird. Kentucky missed another one on Saturday. Um, uh, so I'm going to go 45 to six, um, an easy cover and um, squarely under that 56, but I'm not locking up any, either of those sides. What's your no. score prediction? No. Here's my score prediction for the game. It's 42 to three. That's my score prediction. 42 to three. That's 39 points, and you won't even jump in. You won't even lock up, get in the water with 31 and a half. Principles. Yeah. Let's get to the next couple segments, and we'll see how many principles you have as you just throw log after log onto the fire. (laughs) Oh, that's that's a bet I like. I like that one, too. Yeah. I like that one. All right. We'll be back. We got lots more wagers. We got thoughts on all the big games of the weekend coming up right after this. But like we've teased before, FanDuel is fantastic. They are where you can get all these bets, all these over-unders, all the team totals. And if you think that we aren't going to be there all day Saturday, and if you don't think we're going to talk ourselves into taking the uh, laying the points by Saturday I I just It's not a lock that I feel confident giving you, but I've already laid them. Like it's already in the account. Do you see how that works? Do you see how this works? FanDuel.com slash locked on. Right now you put any – Bet on a $5 or more. And if it doesn't cash or it does cash, it doesn't matter. You put $5, you're going to get bonus bets back. That's bonus bets straight to you. FanDuel.com slash locked on. They're the official sports book of locked on Bulldogs, locked on podcasts everywhere. Make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Right now, the official sports book. It is awesome to get in there. It is safe. It is responsible. They are quick to pay out when you make your winnings and you will make your winnings. Just go ahead and just lay the points. As a matter of fact, Lay the by the time we come back from this, I will have already laid the points. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. Not not quite yeah, yeah, done yeah, because yeah. the internet, but but we <laughs> he's out there. We out here. 
He's out there. Clint, it's time for the, your lock of the week. By the yes. way, your boys out here cashing checks. We're out here making money. Nobody wants to talk to us about that, though. No. Nobody wants to get out here and talk no. to us about how we are, we're, we're doing well now in the picks. That's interesting. Hmm. What's your lock of the week, Clint? What are you going to give the people that's your absolute solid, stone cold, cannot miss lock of the week? Um, this is... There's a couple of games that are really, really interesting and of note, Daniel. Uh, if you think this is a sleepy weekend, you're wrong. Like just oh Lord in heaven, are you wrong? You're wrong. Okay, it's a sleepy early slate. Sure, but it gets oh, it gets good in the afternoon. Um, it gets really good in the afternoon. There's a couple of games that if you want to look at uh, uh, interesting lines from early in the week and see how the line movement goes. Uh, of course, there's Notre Dame, USC, uh, which is wild out it's there. A game. It's a big game. I understand. Uh, but Daniel, I'm going to go to a team that it might be uh, might be being looked over, if you will. Okay. okay. The reason being they're being looked over is because they've had a couple of real bad losses this year. Real ugly losses. But but I just I think I think there's overreaction time that's happening right now. Okay. Um, and I think Kansas State Wildcats are having an overreaction. They're a well-coached mm. team. They got players. I know they haven't played well, but they are an underdog. They're on the road to Texas Tech. But those two teams don't like each other, Daniel. Yeah. At all. Texas Tech, by the way, also not good. See, this is my point. I think Texas Tech has had an overreaction in the opposite way. I think people thought them to be really, really good. They're not as good. Kansas State, they, people thought to be really, really good. I think people are inflating Texas Tech being down on Kansas State, which is why I think this line is this. I'm getting points, which I think is the more the better coached team and the more talented team. Yes, they're on the road, and yes, it is it, it gets weird down there in Texas. I get that. I understand that. But I'm getting points for a better coach and a better talented team. Lock up Kansas State Wildcats plus one and a half, my lock of the week. Going a little contrarian here. I think they've been down. Lovely. I think. I think they've had a couple of really bad losses. I admit it. But I think if you look at Texas Tech, it's fraudulent wins. Baylor's not good. Baylor is not good, decisive. Like, like Wyoming can roll in and just beat the heck out of the Bears. Mm -hmm. Um, Give me Kansas State Wildcats plus the points. Do you happen to remember last week what my lock of the week was? We we partnered on one of them. and That was two weeks ago. That was, yeah, uh, we, we, I did want to partner with you, but I decided to go to my alternate so that it wasn't the same. And I had to settle for little old Kansas. You did. Giving two points. Two points. And they went ahead and won by 30-plus. UCF, not good. Not good. Um, why won't I just go back to the well, Clint? <laughs> why because not do it again? I understand that the Oklahoma State cowpokes – are actually playing a lot better. Credit to Mike Gundy because it was a whole scene. It was you, a debacle. You it were still very, very down. It was it was bad. Yeah, I mean was. they got blown out early in the year to a like to a group of five team. Uh, Oklahoma State has figured some things out, but Kansas goes on the road to Stillwater. Kansas still with one of the highest powered offenses in the FBS. Their defense is not elite, but they score a billion points. And Kansas is only laying three points. This is not enough points. Kansas is still being disrespected after what Texas did to them. Kansas is a good football team, y'all. They're they're a good football team. 
They yes. should be favored by more than this. Give me Kansas minus three in Stillwater lock of the week. Uh, I love that lock. I'm going to take you to not my lock of the week, but another lock. And I'm going to give you a crazy, some, some background to this. We're going to go to the pack 12 or the pack two. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to go to two teams that I think people love to hate and just love to love Oregon state beavers and UCLA Bruins, UCLA Bruins. People love to hate because see, uh, I want to see what you have to say about this game because I can't wait to watch it. I'm terrified. I can't wait to watch this game either. This is one of the games that later on in the slate that's going to be very, very good. Here, UCLA coming off a dang good win, Daniel, against Washington State Kooks. Dang good win. Washington State's a good football team. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's the deal with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oregon State just had, I think, one of the weirdest games of the entire year last week. Okay. Yeah. Weird team. 52 to 40. They won Mm -hmm. against Cal. That's a that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points to give up to Cal. That's a lot of points to score on yeah. Cal. I get that as well. Um, now, Washington State did, in fact, beat Oregon State at home 38-35. Okay, so yeah. you're thinking common opponent UCLA, but UCLA was at home. UCLA mm-hmm. has to go on the road to Oregon State. Oregon State did win against Utah at home, mm-hmm. uh, did win against San Diego State at home. But Daniel, UCLA feeling their oats and getting three and a half points. The three mm-hmm. in the hook, underdog mm-hmm. on the road against Oregon State. And I think that the offense, if you if you are going to give up 40 points to Cal, UCLA has yep. a better offense than Cal. And UCLA, UCLA, just go look at the metrics, has a defense that's actually sneaky good. Yep. Chip Kelly been coaching. Give me the Bruins plus the three and a half on the road. I'm taking some underdogs and give them, give me, I, I think they're going to beat the, I think they're going to beat the Beavs right on the field. Daniel. I think that I, I don't hate that at all. I'm fascinated by that game. I think it's a, I think it's an absolutely must watch game. It's a must watch game on the yeah. docket. Um, just give me a feel for your card here. Clint. How many more, how many more are we sitting on? Okay. We're sitting on potentially four more, but three more with maybe one to throw on. I got seven more, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a bit quicker here. We're gonna move. We're gonna move in a bit of an expedited fashion. Let me take you to the game of the week, not the game of the week of this week, the game of the year. This is oh, okay. forget about Alabama, Texas, Oregon, Washington, is the most important game that has been played so far this year. It has is the a most conference game, college football playoff implications. These are the two best teams in the Pac-12. Yep. The Pac-12 is a sneaky, really good conference. Really good. Um, these two teams hate each other, like actually hate each other. And um, I can't wait to watch this game. Washington is favored by three points. Yes, sir. I'm not looking to touch it. I don't want to touch the line. I don't want anything to do with it. Here's what I know about college football. In big games, the under tends to be the move. Teams come out, they feel each other out a little bit, yes. right? There, there's yes. a little bit of anxiety. There's a little bit of tension. This line is set at 67 and a half. That's a high number because both of these offenses are really good, but right? really but, good. But that's a lot of points in this game. And Washington, these defenses are really good. Oregon's defense is really sound. It, they will be by far the best defense that Washington has played so far this year. And so while Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies have been absolutely steamrolling people, this will be their toughest test. Now, I still expect Michael Penix to connect with some of those big-time wide receivers for some big plays. 
But give me the under 67 and a half in Washington, Oregon. I'm going to take you to another Pac-12 game on Friday night, Clint. Here we go. Here we go. Stanford, Colorado. Yep. I. Mm-hmm. Colorado's laying a lot of points. I actually like the points to just lay them with Colorado. Okay. But that's not the bet I'm going to make. Okay. I'm going to take another under. I'm going to take the under 60. I think Colorado's defense is trash. But Stanford's offense is worse. And so give me the under 60 in this game. Stanford, Colorado. I think it'll be a bit of a, you know, I think this will be like a 28 to 10 type of game, maybe 35, 21 type of game, but under 60 is yeah. a number that I'm very comfortable with on Friday uh, night. I, before we go to break and we come back and Daniel gives a couple more before I give my other ones, just Friday night, stay there for a moment. Really look hard into these lines. I'm, I don't have locks on, but by Friday night, I probably will. Tulane is, is, is giving four and a half to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis is not that good. Thought they were, but they may not be. Uh, I would look long and hard at taking the green wave and okay. giving the points for four and a half. I, hate it. I would also take a hard look at Utah state getting four and a half against Fresno state. Fresno state had a awful Uh-oh. time up in Wyoming. The man's off Fresno state. Well, it was a gut punch. They're still a good team, but they're traveling two weeks in a row. One to Montana, one to Utah state, high desert, different climate. It's hard to travel back to back weeks and you're getting four and a half at home. Utah state's sound. They're not great, but they're sound. Um, and Fresno state is kind of feeling it a little bit after losing to Wyoming. So uh, just look at that. We're going to come back after this, give you more locks, but first these. And these are, in fact, LinkedIn, Daniel. We love LinkedIn, don't we? We love them. We can't get enough of them. If you're looking to replace somebody on your team, if you've got a job opening that you need to have filled, there are several ways you could do it. You could go down um, to the barbershop and you could just ask your buddy who he thinks you should hire. Is this is this an illicit crime scene or you're or you to could hire just somebody? you could just text your friend and be like hey weren't you looking for a job weren't you recently laid off of the dm from the dmv maybe you should come work for my company this isn't going well or you could you could list your job into a pool the largest pool of highly qualified candidates that exists on planet earth we're talking about millions and millions of people at LinkedIn Jobs. Post your job for free at linkedinjobs.com slash college. They give you all the tools that you need to make the right hire for your business so that you can get moving um, and get done what you need to get done. LinkedIn.com slash college. It is the place that you should turn. They give you interview questions so you know how to hire the right candidate. They, they fix you up and set you up with the most qualified candidates for your position. Um, don't leave it to chance when you're trying to fill an important role in your company. Go to LinkedIn jobs, linkedin.com slash locked on college. All right, Clint, give me more. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to power through some of these TCU's bad, real bad. They're bad. Okay. BYU plus five and a half on the road at TCU. Easy one. I'll, I'll take it. Um, Louisville. Here we go. Are they okay. are they feeling themselves right now? They are feeling themselves right now. A big win over Notre Dame. Not even close. Didn't even make it close. Went ahead and blew Notre Dame out at home. Notre um, Dame with a little look ahead week. Shame on you, Notre Dame. 
Notre Dame ought not be looking ahead of anybody on the schedule because they may not be good. More on that in a moment. <laughs> um, Louisville really feeling themselves right now. They Up are. to 14 in the country, undefeated. You realize, by the way, Please that Louisville, more. North Carolina, and Florida State are all undefeated. They're all in the ACC. And wait for this, Clint. None of them play each other the rest of the season. That means the ACC could legitimately have the like the biggest debacle in college football history where they have three undefeated teams going into a conference championship weekend oh, in no. which only two of them get to play. Oh, no. That's horrendous. Um, Louisville goes on the road to Pittsburgh this week, who's had a disappointing season. But there's just something about this line, Clint. I not I don't think Louisville loses the game, kind but it's Pittsburgh's catching seven and a half points. It just, it just that's too many points on the road for Pittsburgh on a letdown spot for Louisville. Give me the Pitt Panthers plus seven and a half in that one. Absolutely, uh, I'm going to give you uh, two more and and. My likely the other log Daniel's probably going to do, and then I'll, I got I'll, it. I'll You'll jump on. I got it. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, look, Kentucky got the break speed off. Oh, of I'm on this one too. Georgia. Yeah, okay. I'm on this one too. Absolute break speed off. The line is two and a half. They get Missouri at home. The Tigers come up to play the Wildcats. <laughs> the over under is fifty and a half points in this game. Here we That's go. wildly interesting. Uh, but that line two and a half, Daniel, the, Kentucky's winning this game and Kentucky's winning by more than two and a half. It's going to happen. Um, oh, he's back now. Give me, give me, well, I think you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always here. Uh, You're Kentucky's, always. Kentucky is going to win this game. It is a huge bounce back. Stoops is getting his boys ready. Missouri's coming in flying high. Give me the, give me Kentucky minus two and a half at home with a bounce back performance mizzou is not having it they're both coming off losses i think they're both going to be fired up but it's going to be a close game and i don't think missouri has the capability to stop the running attack like georgia did give me wildcats we're gonna have to fight on this clint we're gonna we're taking gonna the tigers to le- legitimately fight here this is a and this, we don't do this very often we no. the mind meld is strong and so we typically have very similar bets but, but we're breaking um People, people are asking for this in the comments. They this is what people want. You're an idiot, Clint. Thank you. You think You're Kentucky's going to win this game? Um, it's just there's. I know it's on the road, but here's my logic, and it and it's not overly complex. I think Missouri's a better football team than Kentucky, and so I'm getting points. You are. I know it's on the road, but I'm but it's not like Kroger Field is the world's hardest place to play. Okay, not even close. I'm catching points with what I think is the notably better football team. They have Missouri has the better quarterback. Yep. Missouri has the better offense in total. And I and I'm not sure that Kentucky's defense is that much better than Missouri's. I think with what you just saw Georgia do to Missouri or to Kentucky, I think Eli Drinkovitz is looking at that going, we've got a quarterback that can sling it around a little bit. We've got some wide receivers that can go out there and absolutely get it done. And Kentucky can't cover anybody on the back end, nor can they pressure the quarterback at all. Um, Give me Missouri. I'll take the points. 
Uh, I think that's going to be a trendy pick for a lot of people. And I think Missouri lets you all down again because you guys are all morons that put your faith in drink of it. So, well, there uh, you go. Good on you. Um, Daniel, how many more you got? I got two more and they're yeah. both big games. All right. I'm going to give you one and then probably likely hop on that one. South Carolina, Florida play each other this week. Daniel, I looked at hey, this one long and hard. This is a weird line. Two points. South Carolina favorite at home against Florida. I thought it was going to be more than two points. Truth be told. I really, really did. South Carolina, good team. Horrible schedule. They're going to get the drums beat off of them just by that. Florida coming off Vanderbilt week and coming off all of that jazz. Giving up 14 to Vanderbilt and still covering. I suppose that was your moral victory, Gator fan. Um, but I'm not going to go the points, but I'm not going to go the two. I'm going to go oh. the over under 51 and a half. These teams oh, don't score fascinating. Don't score bunches. 51 and a half. You get a 20, 25 game. You get a 14, 21 game, which I think is going to be the likely outcome for this. You go under a lot in these games this year because of clock mm. rules, but also Florida has a horrible quarterback. South Carolina um, has a admirable enough defense to put up a fight. Florida got trounced clearly from Kentucky, but I think South Carolina is going to try to throw through the air, but keep balance to, to keep the game close. Uh, I'm going under in this game, 51 and a half. I'm taking the under the clock rolls as well as these two teams don't have the, the star power. Florida certainly doesn't. And I think South Carolina has enough of a defense to keep their run game in check. Give me the under 51 and a half. Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. Um, you mentioned your principles earlier. Here we go. You don't lay more than 30 points. I get it. I understand principles. I also have a principle. Until until it doesn't cash. Until proven otherwise. I plan on betting the LSU over every single week. Okay? This week they play Auburn. I don't particularly care who they play. The line is 61 points. You're telling me LSU is not going to give up 30 to Auburn? Yeah, they absolutely are going to give up 30 to Auburn. And, and LSU is absolutely going to score 35-plus in this game. There is a um, meme of Lincoln Riley and uh, Brian Kelly pointing at each other with Spider-Man suits on. That is correct. Auburn, LSU over 61. And last but not least, let's go to USC, Notre Dame. Here I really is. thought USC was going to be favored in this game if they didn't need triple overtime to beat Arizona last week in a game that I have never regretted staying up till the end of more than that game. Yeah. <laughs> He caught the ball, and then he put it down. He squatted <laughs> he was, like he was a chicken <laughs> having an egg. Um, uh, all right. I really thought USC was going to be favored in this game, and I came in planning to hammer Notre Dame. Turns out Notre Dame is favored by two and a half points in this game. Wow. And so I have decided that I'm still going to hammer Notre oh, Dame. Look at what he did. Because um, Notre Dame's offense has not looked good. Okay. But but what if I were to tell you that it doesn't mm -hmm. matter they play USC? Say more. There's a cure for a bad looking offense, and its name is the USC defense. Lincoln yes, Riley abjectly does not care about playing defense. And this just in the USC offense is not that good. I hate to break it to you guys. They're not that good. Because Caleb Williams is very, very very good. The USC offense, however, is not that good. Notre Dame's going to score in this game. They're going to run the ball in this game. Sam Hartman's going to play well in this game. And Notre Dame at home is going to find a way to win this game. They should have beaten Ohio State at home. 
Clint, how many points would Ohio State be favored over USC by in a neutral site? 35. (laughs) It's probably not that many. No, it's not. But it is potentially as many as like nine. It's, I was going to say, like, it's going to be close to double digits. That's where I would legitimately, I'd put it at nine and a half, ten is, is so, probably I'd go to ten. If Notre Dame puts the correct number of people on the field, they beat Ooh, Ohio no. State at home. Notre Dame's going to find a way to win this game at home against USC. Notre Dame is not having the season that they thought they were going to have already with two losses and have not looked good doing it. But This, yep, uh, this is their Super Bowl. This is what they haven't had the season they want. This is their Super Bowl. USC is not going to make the playoff because they're not going to win the Pac-12 because it's going to be Washington or Oregon that beats them. So USC is not going to make a playoff. Notre Dame, this is the Super Bowl. It's at home. They can play defense very well. They are in close games. USC can't stop. I'm also locking up. This is my other log that I knew Dan was going to have. Give me Notre Dame. I don't care. Give the points away. USC Trojans don't scare me. This has been Locked On Bulldogs by Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see you all tomorrow when we get excited, nervous, don't sleep on for the Vanderbilt game. We'll see you guys then. See ya.